Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy Esamakis. How you doing, bro? Ever play a game that reveals how sick and twisted your how your mind works? Um, yeah, absolutely. I have played I, a game that reminds me of how twisted and sick your your mind works. Correct. My, yeah, I yeah. think this is the game. <laughs> oh, that, okay. That really showed me how things are really not wired properly. <laughs> Right. And up there. And a game called Death Trash. Um, mm-hmm. I could not think of a more apropos game for you to be connected to in my life. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Joining us this week is Christian Hoyser, developer of Death Trash, a post apocalyptic role playing game where cosmic horrors crave humanity, but are met by punks with shotguns and, in my case, rifles. Christian, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure having you here. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is gonna be this is gonna be a great chat. Um just like my real life where I picked up Andy like the piece of trash he is, made him a part yes. of this wonderful dual screens family, started this with him. That we I have picked been picking up trash all afternoon in, in, in death trash. Just blasting dudes in the face and picking up trash. But before we go ahead and, and talk about death trash, let's talk about the trash you're listening to. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the dual screens. I'm I'm on fire right now, Andy. I got to be honest. This Don't is stop. The, Just keep at it. <laughs> this I is the dual screens now. podcast. The internet's number one indie developer interview podcast starring two dudes you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every Friday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice. And of course, is in video form on YouTube.com slash dual screens. TV. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, or support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our three Patreon producers, which we are going to thank right now. Vegas Girl on Fire, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. And as a reminder, we are killing one of the feeds that we have been on on audio form. So if you are subscribed to uh, us on audio, look at your subscription. Make sure you are subscribed to the one that is linked to our Podbean account. Um, The other way you could verify it is look at the description. The description will say um, that we do crossplay podcast and the dual screens podcast on the same feed not gamescast gamescast was our old show and is still being updated that feed is still being updated on our previous uh host so we want to make sure we migrate you over there before we terminate that so please go ahead and do that and now we're gonna get right in we're gonna dive right in andy I know you have a question because of how you've been fired up about this interview basically since last night you've been you've been messaging me back and forth Andy hit us up with our ceremonial first question god there's so many things that come to mind when playing a game like this but i think the one that is really pressing me mm-hmm. is how does one truly befriend a flesh kraken mm. those are deep that's a deep question christian tell me christian what what does it take for me to have this as a friend in my life <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's already a hard question because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, the fresh kraken is already looking for friends. It is. It oh, is. okay. He is it right. Is, it is. It's, it's the first thing. One of the first things he says to you is, mm-hmm. "Right, I need friends. Do you want to be my friend?" So uh-huh. basically, the the simple answer is just say yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You hear that, folks? Mm-hmm. That that's life advice, folks. Mm-hmm. When a flesh kraken says, "Do you want to be friends?" Just say yes. Mm-hmm. 
It's very, very simple. Now, Christian, before we dive in, before we get into a deep dive and start talking about everything that that just stabs you right in the eyes with its visual uh, just supremacy, um, can you tell everybody in, in a quick little elevator pitch, what is Death Trash? So Death Trash is a post-apocalyptic RPG 2D isometric very inspired by the old school pixel art RPGs, mm. a la Fallout, Wasteland, Planescape Torment, but very much with a personality on its own and with some modern mechanics turned uh, put into it, like real-time combat, mm. these kinds of things. Very cool. Yeah. Andy, I know you had a question. I saw I cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I also want to ask, how how do you make a better Fallout? than Bethesda because you've done something magical here. It's pretty cool. Is more addicting, more like engaging and the world building alone here just sucks you right in and I I don't ever want to leave. Even from the character creation. Whatever is happening in this place. Steven, this is what what my heaven looks like. Meat meat grows out of the ground in this game. (laughs) This is what paradise must be. (laughs) <laughs> Par- paradise okay yeah. okay we i think we might be playing different games but okay meat everywhere <laughs> there's meat everywhere there's a lot of red and goopy stuff everything seems mm-hmm. to be broken but you know then you shoot it with a gun and it works it's great mm-hmm. I, I love it <laughs> i want to say from our perspective we're not building a better fallout mm. we, we, we're, we're not even trying to compare ourselves with mm. fallout mm-hmm. that that's why it works so well uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean you, you definitely the I, I mean listeners if you haven't played it the, there is a demo out right now that you can give a uh, try to um it it instantly hits you in the face with its at, <clears throat> excuse me atmosphere instantly hit you right in the face and you 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 see yourself going into this universe and and already with intrigue a little bit of like apprehension cuz it's really kind of dark and and a little bit gloomy um but you get into this world and you know the first thing people are going to think is oh another post apocalyptic game but like from the ver- from the word go when you start talking to your first character that you interact with in the beginning you realize oh this is a little bit different this is showing us a different side of things where the player isn't necessarily um in the middle of chaos it's more like the players in the middle of sort of being able to figure things out on their own it's almost like a puzzle that that's laid out before you um where you're kind of it's all intrigue there's a carrot at the end of the stick from the second you you start this game and i think that's really intriguing um how important was it for you uh, de- designing it that way that a player starts and in, in, honestly it's a it's a very different way than i've started in a lot of these types of rpgs uh what went into the beginning of of this of this game especially into the demo so uh here i have to explain a few things more because sure I only joined the game one year ago. Okay. Mm. So, and, and it's been in development for five years, mm. mostly by, or basically by Stefan Hövelbrinks mm-hmm. alone. And I'm the second person to actually join the development. Cool. There's also James, the musician and yeah, so on. And um, when I joined, this beginning was already there okay. in a way. And... For me, what 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 stuck is this this idea that the world is already established. Mm-hmm. 
the world it's not like you're coming into the world right after the apocalypse happened and everything is in chaos right the world is already a thing and you're just joining from an outside perspective right you're i mean that's one of the comparisons to fallout you can make is that in the beginning you're thrown out of the society from bunker and you go out i mean we we do it a bit differently but it's a similar premise Mm -hmm. and the world is already fully established the society works the people have their quirks and what is normal and what isn't outside of you is already there and i really love this feeling of discovering something that's that's true more than figuring out how to deal with the post-apocalypse so to me personally that's actually a drive when designing new characters new locations yeah what what's it like for you when you because you say you joined this team like just a year ago after it's been in the making for about five years when you're asked to join this game's development and you're you're shown what this game is what do you spoke out that said you know what i have to join this team and help make this game real i didn't say that (laughs) 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 that's that's a very simple answer all right or yeah i mean (laughs) i joined this as a, as a, I, I study game design, game programming mm-hmm. at the school for game design here. And one of my teachers, Stefan, was like, you make your internship there. We have to do an internship. Go to him, make your internship. Stefan was a bit apprehensive. Like, does he really need a second worker or should he do this, mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. this as a one-man okay. show? I'm not really much of a role player. And I played it. I was like, okay, this game is cool. I, I like it. Like. It's it's good, but it's also not a game I would buy. Interesting. Okay. And I told wow. him, I told this to <laughs> Stefan in the interview in the beginning. This is not a game I would I would buy unless it unless I hear like people raving about how great it is. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that's fair, especially if it's yeah. not something that's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. And how did he respond to that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he he was a bit taken aback, but like at that point. It, it worked out somehow I landed with him it's it, 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 it took like a week or two until I was fully inside the development and for a beginner game developer I am basically allowed to do anything within the game code like I can do my own stuff which is a dream job mm. like ne- never seen before never imagined I would land here and mm. by now, I actually love the game too. <laughs> and I'm well, that's in. that's good to know. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> that's kind of important. So so when the so when all of the aggressive characters that try to kill you scream at you, eat shit, motherfucker. Yeah. It's, it's likely him going back to that interview, right? And what right. he would like to have said to you when you were like, "I'm not gonna buy this game." <laughs> I mean, it would be fair enough. <laughs> By the way, that's the quote for the show, Stephen. I wouldn't buy this game. Stamp it. Oh God, no! But on the side, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 God, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't want to get off on that foot with that. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not how we want to go. Um. So, you. So you come on about a year ago. Um. What What is your immediate contribution to the to the product to the product? 
So the first thing I did was looking at uh, was just uh, working myself into the game code, working myself into the engine, into his structures. The first thing that's still in there mechanically, like in the beginning, I played around with lots of stuff and none of it is left. But I think about one week in, I did the turrets. Okay. Which are, I, are, are there are none in the demo. They, are come, they come later, which mm -hmm. is basically, it's an enemy standing still and has a gun which points at you and shoots. That yeah, I think, my... the, I think the ones that you, that you have in the beginning are, are melee, right? I think they're staying still, but they hit you melee. They don't that, shoot at that's you. That's the I robots. Think. Yeah, no, yeah. we have like literal turrets. And yeah. that was, I mean, I drew, I, I drew the pixel art for it. Oh, nice. It's been replaced since, of course, because I just drew like a tripod, three lines, put a gun <laughs> on it, pointed, to the, pointed at the player and did it. And I think my, my basic code I wrote for that is still in there, but the visuals have been completely replaced since. Mm. So what is it like to like what what is the conversation when you're going into this already established code and you're just basically playing with it like how do, how do you get that level of trust so quickly cuz like game code is like the baby yeah uh <laughs> I I I think it helps that whatever I do Whenever I have a new idea to put in, whenever I try to do something different, some, whatever I put in is not already in there. I'm not replacing his stuff. I'm adding to it. It's additive. Okay. A lot, a lot of it, most of it is additive. Or when I come to a place where I have to say, okay, this needs to be changed. I just say it like, okay, here's, here's the problem I have. Here's how I think I'll do it. Uh, usually it's, it's preceded by me looking just through the code for three, four hours just to figure out mm. which pieces need to be replaced before I do anything. Right. And then I say, this is what I think is the problem right now. This is what I want to do. This is how I think I'll do it. Okay. And then he's, then Stefan is like, okay, you can like no problem or what what also happens oftentimes is he already did something in that direction like five years ago and can tell me, no, look, here's another other place you can use this. Or there's been some situations where I was like, okay, I don't I don't get it. Here's what I want to do. Can you do this? Got and it. That's how it turns out. So it's it's a very symbiotic relationship right off the bat where yeah. you know the he there's trust in you that you're not going to go in and undo something or change something that was already in place. And if you wanted to add something that needs to be addressed with previous code, you have a very good relationship where you could just go back and forth and say, Hey, either you figured out, yeah. I figured out, point me in the right direction. That's pretty cool. That's very yeah. rare. Like you, you hear, especially solo devs, you hear how protective they are of their project. We've interviewed plenty where they get to the point where it's almost like a point of anxiety just even getting one person to join their team and to help them out a little bit. Um, and I mean, I think that's really cool that you were able to just get in there and kind of get oh, your hands absolutely. dirty. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, would, I wouldn't change anything about this work relationship we have right now. I think it helps that we are both somehow similar. We're both not extroverts. 
Okay. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't call us full-on introverts, shut-ins, but we're both a bit take it take it slow, take it calm, and it right. helps. Of course. Yeah. yeah. How much uh, creative input do you have? Because I feel like a game where you walk around eating raw hunks of meat on the floor mm. and there's a button that has like a puke on command. Right. Yep. And as you're coding and doing things, does like a light bulb go off and you say, oh, I have a fun idea that we could add to this game. Like, are you involved in those conversations as well or is it just strictly on the coding side for Death Trash? Oh, definitely involved in those ideas too. Um, there's... there's the one thing I've decided not to touch until explicitly asked is the main story, the main campaign. Okay. That's full his because that's his baby. I'm not going to touch it unless he tells me, okay, I need you to do this, whatever. Um, I'll give I f- I give feedback, of course. Like it's not, he's, he's alone, whatever, but uh, I'll help, but I need to be asked. Everything else, if I have an idea, I usually, uh, if if it's a quick thing, if it's a small thing, I can implement in half an hour, hour, just for testing, like a proof of concept. I just do it and then show it to him. Sometimes I ask him, uh, I'm trying to make an example which isn't too spoilery of what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult thing. Slippery now. slope. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Um, I mean, yeah. Recently, uh, we've we've added in this ability to throw the worms. Okay. The oh, okay. Okay. So this was an idea I had. I think I had it when I was watching one of the streamers before the demo was published. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I was watching it and he said something in that direction. And I was thinking like, okay, that might be something we could do. Right. And uh, then I just, I, I told it to him once. I think it got forgotten afterwards. And after about a month or something like that, I was like, okay, I'm going to put this in the game right now just to see how it works, just Mm -hmm. to see if it works, how it looks. And I did, and it was fun, and now it's in. That's That's simple. In and out. I want to throw worms. We're throwing worms. Let's go. Moving on. Next problem. You know, that that whole, like, puke on command part is when I found out that I was a sick and twisted individual because... For those who haven't played the demo yet, there's machines require like organic lubrication to run properly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the first one that you come across and you're like, oh, it needs lubricant. And I was like, am well. I going to? Am I gonna fuck this machine right now? <laughs> right, right where That's my where mind went. That's went. The first place you and I was went. like, oh, yeah. I gotta throw up. I, Phew. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what's wrong with me that I went? to that place that is a rhetorical question almost immediately it. yeah <laughs> yeah um it, it's it you know coming across that i was like oh 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 that's that kind of game i, I get it i get it. i didn't go the, the the whole fucking robots thing yeah. but i did go to the oh we're gonna be a little weird this is cool i like weird yeah. weird is fun yeah i think that's also the moment 
you 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 know what kind of game this is exactly it, it's like because it happens in the tutorial you know nothing about the <laughs> game this is when you decide whether you like the game or not <laughs> i mean i think with the name death trash it's like you're there you're not there the, the name alone i is, uh, yeah like, i was so like the name just is like how can I avoid playing this game that was such a badass title? <laughs> I gotta play it. It's like a death, death trash. trash. It's like a it's like a fucking rock band from like the eighties. You is. know, that's yeah. <laughs> some yeah, absolutely right. Death trash opening for Guar this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What happened in this apocalypse? I don't understand. Is it the trash? The trash took over. The trash. It was the trash planet. We, we, are, we are we are the trash. We are the trash. We are the death trash. <laughs> we are nothing but death trash for the giant meat blobs that want to devour. I like that. I like that. You do us. pick up a lot of trash, and I've been wondering why you I'm do. picking up so you much do. trash. Is this? Are we trying to be sneaky about teaching about picking up like litter bug after litter <laughs> bugs? Is that what we're doing? Is this is this a campaign for environmental cleanliness? I've proposed to do this as an achievement. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do it or if, it, if it just, because I, I I propose it half jokingly and I don't I don't I don't know myself if I'm taking myself seriously when I say these things. But like, what if we just do an achievement called Greed Planet? Pick up I don't know two hundred pieces of trash or something. Right. Right. I don't. I, I I think, know, I, you but, should go. But you know what you should do. You should partner with like a, an, an Earth green earth whatever like organization and get an official seal from them and make that like a like a steam avatar like i picked up trash in this virtual video game yay i did it here's my seal of approval from like greenpeace or whatever the hell they are um i think that would be that'd be dope Is that a you little are, outside the box? Are I, I got my marketing pants on. You know what I mean. I got them PR. I know. I know pants. what you mean. But it's it's one of these things where does the, uh, I I I can fully see this aspect working with something like Greenpeace. <laughs> but as soon as it's like, yeah, but you're also running around and you can just kill everything. Sure. And it explode everywhere. Sure. Would any organization actually like to associate <laughs> themselves with us? Well, you know what, though? Like, the less people out there, the less carbon emissions. So there, maybe it's, we've it's, learned it's, that the hard way. It's the part very, and parcel very with the messaging. Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. So what, what's the what's the plan going forward as far as like, I mean, it's five years, six years. You got your demo out. Um, what Are you still in a feedback gathering period here? Are you, you know, a home home stretch type situation? What what's what what are we at right now in the in our in our plan? So um this game is coming to early access on August fifth. Cool. So on the corner. Very at soon. the time of recording, that's two more weeks. Not even. Yeah, which is gonna be probably when the show comes out if I I yeah. remember. Let me see. Mm -hmm. uh, it is this show is coming like out on the we'll sixth. Have this out right when the game. Yeah. Is so it, so this game yeah. came out yesterday. Great. Yesterday. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Time travel. We did it. Right. Wow. How's the reception been from yesterday? Um, what What are you playing? Like, uh, what are you hoping to get back from from early access? Because a lot of developers have different expectations when they go into yeah. early access. Some Some of them want like the money. The money is very important. Getting Getting some sort of revenue stream so that they could continue to to get that final push other others are looking for like literally having 
players influence the direction of the game, the gameplay mechanics, the pacing, you know, stuff like that. What are you guys in tune for? What are you, what are you hoping you get out of this early access situation? So, uh, feedback. Uh, one thing, money is always good. Right, like, of course. I don't need to sugarcoat this. Money is money is a good thing to have in game dev. Sure. Sure. Game dev is expensive, whatever. Uh, but also feedback. We, we are both not experienced game devs, I would say. Okay. And there's a lot of unknown variables in how do things feel. As, like, how does it feel for you as a player to play this game? Right. We, we're currently uh, working a bit on changing how a certain type of weapon plays. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm not going to say much more. And okay. it's, uh, we have our testers already, which, which have access to this part of the game and they play it and they tell us like, okay, this direction is better than that one. Like mm -hmm. I, I made a full on level where there's these, these different weapons and they can go there and test them out and tell me this feels better than that one. But I could see that other one in that situation, whatever. And, uh, this is something I'm looking forward to. Mm. And another thing that's more for me personally, I don't, that, that's not positioned as a company or whatever. That's my, that's my, what, what I'm actually hoping to get most You're out speaking of Speaking for yourself, yeah. Speaking for myself out of this early access is I'm writing a lot of the side content. Mm. Okay. And one of the things I'm looking for is that the decisions that, that that you can make all the decisions you want to instinctively. Ex um, explain that a little bit. Yeah. In I, I can show, I can tell you where it didn't work or where this motivation comes for for okay. me. In Fallout New Vegas. Love that game. This, there's the famous mission with the Cannibal Hotel. Mm -hmm. Right. You where there's the old couple outside who said they're. Their son went inside to the rich guy and didn't come back. Something like this. And then you go inside mm -hmm. and the, the old couple's son is captured in the cellar and you can free him or you can feed him to everybody. Something like that. Okay. And incredible. My, my instinct there was, okay, what if I took somebody who's close to the rich guy and fed him to the rich guy and I was, I would be kind to this nice old couple out there and be 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 evil to the evil guy while also being a monster because i support cannibalism mm. sure and i mean this mission has like 20 different outcomes in what you can do and it's really amazing but that one gut gut reaction for what i want to for how i want to resolve this problem wasn't there mm. and mm. that's something that if we have an early access with people giving feedback with people telling like, okay, I want, I went there and I couldn't play this. I couldn't play through this situation as a vegan. Okay. Right. Wow. <laughs> okay. We, we've had people write to us, like, will there be a, a way to play this? A vegan game? option. <laughs> a vegan option to play this game. Yeah. And we like, I really like this idea of a vegan option because it actually fits somewhat to this theme of there's meat everywhere. How do people eat? What What is the place of meat in this <laughs> right. society? Right. And 
like what what if I want to be evil to that guy, but I don't want to kill everybody and these these kind of things I wish to hear from people who who get the game in early access. That's so funny because our our friends at Mega Cat Studios they came out with a game called Bite the Bullet, which was all about eating and using that to mutate or and, and you know to get energy or whatever. It's a really cool system, but they do vegan options. They also do like machine options where you could eat machines. <laughs> so they have like machines, yeah. meat, and vegetable you know vegetables and fruit. It's really 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 cool. But like. You also have, and they're all skill trees and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool to see things like that because, you know, some people are, you know, they just they want to eat some veggies. They want to eat some cucumber. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Andy. When I first met Andy, I was yeah, a vegetarian. You were, and I'm not sure why we, we were friends after that. But you know, that's disrespectful, Andy. You that were just more. You were more than your eating habit. I I saw past that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a vegetable <laughs> stir fry, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. A little extra firm tofu, a little teriyaki but, sauce. Come on, man. Yeah, that is because you guys are really trying to push for like complete player freedom in this yeah. game. You're trying to give them like if they were actually living in this world, if they can think of a solution or a way out, they, the game will allow you to do it. Mm. There's there's some obvious limitations because right. we are only two people. We can't right. do real life in okay. in your computer like Devs th- are there's gonna we're confirmed. gonna hit some walls mm-hmm. i'm just kidding can i bang my way out of this situation can you use <laughs> fornication to your advantage i mean they're robots most of the people that are keeping you from there's going a lot places. of human beings they're all assholes they're all game, jerks every one of them <laughs> so far anyway uh, good question, Andy. Good question, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you find that balance? Because I feel, because I've seen you can have runs where you are very sort of docile and you get along with all the NPCs, but you can also kill every single NPC in this game. How does that affect how the story unfolds, how the end game looks like? How do those components, without giving away too much, how does that even work when you have that level of freedom? From a mechanical standpoint. Right. I'm a big proponent of if you kill a story NPC, you just don't get the information. Mm-hmm. Like you, if if you go, I, I guess like we we have some assumptions of how players are gonna approach this game the first time, maybe the second time of when they go through it. So the first experience you have is one we somewhat plan for you, we somewhat guide you through. The second one, you already have all the infos, right? You mm. already know where it's going. So we don't need to tell you everything. Right. So we just need to make sure everything is accessible to you. But if you miss it, well, you missed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. It's a lot of replayability there. Yeah. You know, Christian, I'm wondering when you boot up this game and you do a fresh run, what does your character creation look like? Where are your stats going? Where are those juicy points being allocated to? I, I haven't played the game really in a long time. Oh. <laughs> since uh, since about a month before the demo, everything mm-hmm. was focused on just making things run technically on everything. And after mm-hmm. the demo came out, there were bugs on some hardware and not another. And so now it's calmed down again. And it, yesterday the game came out. So... <laughs> Yesterday, wow. that was, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So, 
Wow. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I'm surprised by how much replayability people already find in the demo, because mm -hmm. I was thinking that currently there isn't that much different, the, the different ways to play it. I, I, I myself always put everything into strength, strength blades and rifles. Mm -hmm. and okay. Gun, gun through the, through it. God. Yeah. No um, room for brutal. like it. Just shoot first, ask questions, never. No yeah. nuance. <laughs> no like, nuance yeah. whatsoever. Just, just kicking just doors in and just kicking just ass. But I could. I should try it again once again. Like a, a clean run of everything. But yeah, usually during development, I just turn turn invincibility on, like pull, pull the cheats, whatever, just to get where I need to check Ooh. something to test something. I mean, that's fair. You're, you're looking at it through a different lens, but I imagine, I mean, going back to what you said in the beginning, um, this wasn't your cup of tea. This isn't something that you really like, but then you wound up falling in love with it and really enjoying it. Um, what was it that pulled you to that other end? What, what can we, for example, one of, some of our listeners, this may not be their, their cup of tea. Why should they give it a chance? I don't, I, I don't know what, what in the end pulled me in. <laughs> was it the fact that you were getting paid? You... It was you, never... You, uh, no, <laughs> defi definitely not. You um, shill! <laughs> I, I would actually... I would work for this game for free by now. I don't care about the money. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, it, 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 yeah. Um, on one hand, it's... It's just seeing my work in there. Sure. It's, it's certainly an aspect, certain, I don't know, arrogance, whatever. I'm, I'm proud of what I do for this sure. game. Um, it, it, I think what also helps is the, the I, I am very much a point and click adventure gamer. Mm, okay. Point and click and puzzle games. And I think what, what warmed me up to this game really is seeing the influences from something like the Monkey Island games right? in there with, with how the dialogues work. Yeah. Right. It's, it, it's not your, it's not a traditional point and click, but it, it, you have such a deep explorative thread in there that it almost feels like it, it, it's mimicking one of those, but in a very, very unique way, more, more yeah. fast paced, a little bit less brainy um, and more so just it, it's explorative. It's going in there and figuring out through environmental storytelling, really what's going on and where you're going to kind of fit in that story. And it varies from room to room. Every room is like, oh, I wonder what's in here. Oh, trash. Yes, I got more trash. But like then you, you start getting your, a weapon. You start getting this tech that you don't really know what it is. But I assume yeah. down, the, down the line you're going to un, either unlock mechanically or just in your own head. Hey, aha, now I get what this thing is for. Um, that's very cool. Can you go into a little bit? Um, can you go into the like the loot mechanics, like the actual, ex, uh, yeah, the, the loot grind, like what, what kind of stuff can we, can we look for? Is this going to be your traditional type of RPG where you're just getting all different stuff and you're just mixing and matching? Is there, is there a deep, uh, crafting system or, or anything like that? Like, can you go into that a little bit for our listeners? Uh, we're still figuring stuff out on that front. Okay. One, one thing that's big is your inventory is quite limited. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it it already can run full during the demo, and it's not not. Uh, it's it's questionable if it's gonna get bigger. If if so, how? Like, right? People have requested to add add a backpack, so I can have more stuff. Right. And I think inventory management is gonna be a factor in the long term especially since you have different weapons with different ammunition, but everything takes up a slot in your inventory. Right, right. Mm. So uh, you're going to have to be careful as it looks right now. Like that that's also a point with early access. It can change over time right. with, with based on the feedback we get, we get. But as it looks right now, you'll actually have to look at what you loot and be care and, and, actively decide on whether you'll take it with you right now or whether you come back for it later if you can right yeah that adds a little bit of a an, another layer of intrigue a yeah. little bit a little layer into the role playing as well um i see i i i'm a proponent of limitations make uh creativity and as a player putting that limitation on a player can give creative ways for us to play those characters. I think that's really cool. I mean, I could see how it could be a little bit frustrating if you're like the kind of player I am. I pick up everything and then I hoard everything and then I make a conscious decision. Okay, anything that's common or uncommon, I'm selling or scrapping. And then I just, but I still pick them all up and I do it and I just hoard all this materials and like... You're you're describing how I play Skyrim. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) It's exactly (laughs) like that. Um, That's what I do. You know, know, that's the way I play. I'm all for having no backpack and having like a very finite number of item slots, but just give me like a sorting button. Sorting. There you go. I, I, I gotta know, like have things streamlined so I know what I'm looking at and just... Mm piles of trash on the screen <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> um yeah well that that's you know those those are the kinds of things that you could probably look forward to when you when you you know as of yesterday um mm. getting that kind of feedback like you're gonna you're gonna feel they're gonna pe- be people that are going to be throwing ridiculous things at you things that you've tried already for three years you know yeah. all this stuff um w- what is your what is your loop going to look like for when you start getting that feedback? Are you looking for specific things to improve immediately and you're going to prioritize? Or are you going to have somebody sift through it and say, here's the bullshit pile. Here's the actually intriguing pile. What's your approach going to be for that? I've always been con- uh, um, curious about this, especially with smaller teams, because it's it's overwhelming. Um, I can it's imagine. A lot. It's a yeah. lot. We already had this with the demo. Like in the demo, you can press F1 and send us feedback and it's not hmm. going to be different for the for the uh, full release like you can You're always keep it there that's good and give us your opinion that's awesome and uh this comes to us in a trello board oh, and that's cool. what, what we're already doing is um or what i've started doing is something is not an opinion in regards to the game right it's just like uh, we get a lot of thank you this is awesome Always feels great to receive these. These these are great, but we don't really need to keep them. Sure. So those get set. I I always hesitate to delete them, but they need to be deleted Mm. just to make the room. Just like your inventory in the game. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's so. I see now. It's all coming together, Andy. Art imitating life. Yes. 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 Uh, Same with 
like we also get some negative stuff also just 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 delete it um uh, with these i don't need to think about it at least right because like this is yeah and then we have this huge pile of actually technical feedback we can use um and we we go through it and figure out what is the trend what are the connections like is something a singular opinion held by one person is it something i I, I agree from from my experience with the game is it something my gut feeling tells yeah this is right this actually needs to be done why haven't we done this mm, right or or is it like something where i'm i i heavily disagree but here's 500 people telling me that they need this feature uh, Got which it. was something with uh, the which has also happened in the demo now with the fast traveling mm. Mm. Where, yeah, where, yeah. where we are like yeah this game doesn't need faster traveling this is a slow game this is deliberate you need it but there's so many people telling us hey we we want some people say we want we want we want the mini map to immediately teleport us there some people tell us uh i want to i want a map from my menu to everywhere in the world whatever our solution was to make these port uh, teleporting stones around the world map which you first need to discover mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's a happy medium for sure that's that's yeah. the medium uh, yeah. some people yeah people proposed to us the one from uh, fallout where when you enter the map you can see where you were so that's our solution to really a lot of people requesting this feature mm. um so you said you know we 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 look at this we look at that are you are you guys physically sitting there in the trello and reading everything yourselves do you have somebody kind of curating that list for you and then saying all we're, right we're reading it ourselves you, you hear that no. folks that's dedication now i'm not i'm yeah. not trying to be a, a, a you know a goofus about this but i'm going to just say it that is what makes indie gaming so special you you know EA Activision all all of them they could all put out these open betas they're not they're not changing anything they they they're just doing that to stress test servers they're or whatever they're not doing that they're doing that to see to gauge engagement and interest to see where they're going to allocate their marketing bucks they don't give a shit what you think about their game they don't they have your pre-order money they 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 have their forecast of sales but in developers what makes it so freaking cool and especially the more relationships that we that we foster with the indie development community. This is what makes it great. It's the fact that your opinions actually do matter. They're being read. And in a lot of cases, they're being implemented in some way. Um, it, it, you got to support the indies, man. You have to. And, and there's no better way to do it than to play these demos in early access games and help foster a relationship between player and developer. It's, it's, it's so fantastic. It really is. Um, oh, what do you, what do you, uh, Andy, do you have any final questions before we get into no, our wonderful wanna, rapid fire section? I feel like it's a standing ovation moment for you there. Thanks. I'm really, nice little, well, I'm, I'm, that was I'm nice, yeah. yeah, I, I just, it's just so awesome. Like we've done a lot more of these interviews recently than we have like maybe last month. Like mm-hmm. we, we got a, ahead, really ahead for June. And July kind of slowed down because we had so many episodes in the can and now we're catching up again and we're just interview, interview, interview. And just seeing, the relationships and and how what developers have gone through over the past 18 months you know it just i'm sorry i'm on a soapbox right now but it's just it's it's amazing to see 
how much work that not only are, are developers like yourself, Christian, how much work you're, you're willing to put into it, but how many of you do it like balls to the walls selflessly with no, no seemingly no end in sight and you just go for it and the people respond to that and that that's that's really cool it, it's it's just awesome to see that um yeah i love i love how the people are like we that was the thing with the trello board we were when we started the demo we were prepared to shut this feature down mm. we were we were prepared to be like okay people are just shooting at us with with abuse whatever it's the internet you know you, we, you mm. don't know what happened there's toxic people out there i of have course, no sir. idea what's coming for us we were really really anxious and it's just proven so useful that i do want to keep this going we do yeah. want to keep we both want to do this keep yeah. this going like this yeah awesome andy oh i'm ready it's dude. time man I'm, I'm it so is time ready. we have officially hit the 45 minute mark which means we need to go we need to start bringing this bad boy home with our rapid fire section of the show now christian this is where we we are going to get to know you that's right the real you whatever makes you tick what's inside this old cabeza as it were we're going to learn all about you and possibly about each other andy as we always do every week we learn something yeah, about each other we, we really do uh where these questions come from um so it's, it's very simple. We're going to ask you questions. Some of them are binary, like this or that. Some of them are just give us something off the top of your head. Uh, and you just answer them. And so here we go. We're going, to give you, we're going to give you an easy one. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Mm. Uh, rather not. That's a fair answer. That's a fair mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. Power of flight or invisibility? That's another good one. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, let's take power of flight. Mm. All right. That's fair. Teleportation yes. or time travel? <laughs> Teleportation. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> what is something that you believe in without any evidence of? Mm. It's deep. Mm-hmm. I found a new one. I think I have a new answer for this, Andy. Oh, did you? I do. <laughs> I believe that if you step on a crack in the sh- in the sidewalk, it gives you bad luck. There's no evidence to that. No. But I believe it. Mm-hmm. Superstition. But not breaking your mama's back. Just bad nah, luck in general. Nah, because my, mom, my mom's had a good back, you know? Okay. Okay. Something that I believe without evidence, it's that's hard because I, I want to say that everything. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got under the skin here, Andy. You got deep in, yeah. in the epi- well, epidermis. I, th- I think that that's also kind of an answer because if you don't, if you need evidence for mm-hmm. all the things in your I, life, I don't, like, I don't, I, I, I want to say I have sufficient evidence for everything I believe, but right. there, there, there's some. There's the point where I like I don't need more evidence than somebody who knows something telling me it is true. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> like I don't need a lot of right. evidence to believe in things, but everything I believe is based at least to some degree on evidence. Mm. So if someone goes to you like Christian, I saw a UFO the other day, 
and aliens came and took me in the sky and anally probed me, <laughs> you'd be like, wow, aliens are real. They're a threat to my anus. If, if, if you tell it to me and I trust you, then mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Then I'll believe there it. Is. There it is. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, Andy. He doesn't trust us with that yet. So <laughs> keep those stories to yourself. Keep them in your in your old bean up there all in right, your, between right. your ears. All right. <laughs> You'll all see. If you can swap and and start a different career, what would you want to do and why? I don't wonder. Ah, I I, I don't want to change. I want to do this here, this what I'm doing right now earlier. Oh wow, okay. that's a really good answer. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Good answer. Yeah. If you could only eat one kind of raw meat for the rest of your life, Ugh. and you had to, it was like, this is your sentence for whatever thing you did. You have to consume raw meat, but only one kind of raw meat. What kind of raw meat would that be? Chicken, ground beef, duck, oh, ground beef wabbit. What would, you, what would you pick as your raw meat of choice? <laughs> And there's no vegan option in this question yeah, yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> there's like two completely different options for me right now. The one is, is my life going to otherwise continue like it is right now? Because then I'm going to go. No, you won't. You won't die or get any kind of like okay. bad because reaction. It's just you have to consume the raw meat. Let's take beef. beef. It's no. simple. You know, it's got it's got flavor as it is. Mm, like chicken. Yeah. Where's the beef? Um. <laughs> I would probably go with. Uh, I, I don't know if this counts though, Andy. Mm-hmm. Do hot dogs count? Because <laughs> you don't I mean, technically have to cook well, them. Well, well, they are cooked essentially ish mm, before they get to you. Cured. They're, they're not. It's like they just sure. salt the shit out of it. <laughs> right. Still, to some degree, it's it's a little bit ready ish. You know. <laughs> All right. Juices. You know. Andy and I. We're hanging out, right? We we've become very good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us, we're we're buds, mm-hmm. okay? We're 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 all, we're we're super buddies, okay? Christian, this is gonna be a tough one for you. Mm-hmm. The phone rings. It is a detective. Mm-hmm. Andy and Steve have been arrested. What is our crime? Oh, um, <laughs> I like this new spin. I, I dig it. Uh-huh. I really dig it. What, what crime have you committed? What did we do? Just look at our look at our dumb faces. <laughs> what do we look like? We do. What, what? I mean, Andy, it's easy. You'll look at him. Just look at him. Look at him. I, I mean, criminal. <laughs> you broke into something. I broke yes, into like, something. Not, okay. not a bank or a financial institution. More like mm-hmm. a toy store or something. Y- like yes. That. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and he and knows were, us. <laughs> and, and you were mostly found out because you were sleeping in the children's area. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's okay. like it's like an autobiography. You're in my soul right now. This is weird. <laughs> it's like he's reading our memoirs. <laughs> I, I fell asleep in, in the toy section of Target. It's weird. How did I get in here? You know, we, we didn't touch on this uh, on the game site because there is a local co-op function for Death Trash. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Stephen. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is your favorite co-op game, Christian, of all time? 
I'm not much of a co-op player. I have to say the Portal co-op. Portal oh, okay. co-op is fantastic. Portal, Portal. That, that, what an experience that, that is. That's a lot of fun. That yeah. is a great experience. Yeah. Very much fun. I haven't played many other co-ops. That's the problem. <laughs> You're probably better off. Friends are, you know, yeah. just it's overrated. Don't yeah, worry about it. Which is why when the cops call, he's right. like, what do you need? I'll identify them in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, Steve was caught in the toy store again. I got it. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, if you can run away and live anonymously in another country, which country would you choose? No trouble. You're not going to be like on the lam. You're going to get full. You're going to get a new identity, new everything. You're protected. It's fine. You just go live somewhere else. I mean, I start over. I, Start over uh, back in Switzerland because that's where I'm from and I, I like it there. That's fair. Hey, that's a fair answer. Yeah. You know, change your identity, maybe shave your mustache, you know. That's going to happen soon anyway. We'll, we'll call you Sven or something. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, you could really. like, you have the look for like a total like spy thing. You could like just shave it all off and like a whole different person happens. You're, like that the winter soldier. Uh, under all that hair. Yeah, that, that, that happened. Like, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm a lazy person. I cut my hair when it, when it annoys me. Sure, yep, I can relate. Which has happened half a year ago. <laughs> so for the last half half year, I actually want to cut my hair, but it's Corona stuff. Uh, mm. get, getting, getting uh, the can't go to the what, barber. The English word. <laughs> I think mine is when uh, when I can eat some of the beard. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem. I feel like yeah. it's time to yeah. go see someone for help. Christian, what is your favorite scent? I, I really like flower shampoos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, let's get a couple more questions and then we'll get out of here. All right. Let's see. All right. So... It is. It's been one day since Death Trash has come out. Oh, yeah. It has. has and it's getting. It's getting amazing. <laughs> it's getting amazing. Yeah, stop. It's getting amazing feedback. It's on every major outlet's headline. Death Trash Game of the Year, like contender. Oh, and you are beyond ecstatic. You're overjoyed. You're happy. We assume. And you're doing a lot of heavy drinking to celebrate. Super heavy drinking. What word best describes you, Christian, when you've had a little bit too much to drink? More talkative. Mm. Talkative. Talkative. Talkative and happy. Mm. And happy. Wow. A, ha oh. a happy slot. Slosh. A, happy ch a happy chatty drunk. I love it. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You dive out of an airplane with to go parachute down into the earth. It's fun. You've done it a thousand times before. You're a professional. You pull your chute. It doesn't come out. You pull your backup chute. It doesn't come out. Mm. What is the first word you scream at the top of your lungs? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the exact delivery, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's... It's just... Ah, fuck. Oh, fuck. Damn it. God damn it. Yeah. It's, well. <laughs> I mean, English isn't my native language. Mm, but, but Even better. But fuck is a it's word such a I word. actually use so often. Yeah, it's a good word. 
How do you say fuck in your native language? I, I, I say the English word fuck. <laughs> right. But I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I mean the, the German correspondence would be scheiße, right, which is right. actually shit. Shit, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use the word fuck more often than shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's solid. Andy, why don't you uh, get us our ceremonial finest, final question uh, that we can get out of here, do our housekeeping, and, and get on with playing Start Death Trash. Y- using the word shiza more often. Shiza damut! It's a, it's, a, it's a fun <laughs> word. All right. All right, Christian, this is it. This is the last question. This is the ultimate question. This is the one that's going to make or break Everything. your career, your Everything. success, all of it, your future love life, relationships. Mm-hmm. It all hinges mm-hmm. on this last question. Uh, that, that's a little weird. That's a little weird, Andy. You know what? It, every time it gets weirder and weirder, so might as well that's fair. just go, go with it yeah. at this point. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and the last question is, it's a choice, actually. Binary. And that choice is Andy or Steven. I think I'll take Steven. There you go. Booyah. See, the camera is all the difference, folks. If you (laughs) stop catfishing people, put your real face out there. Somebody's going to find you and love you for who you are. Do it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to bring us to the end of this wonderful, wonderful show. If you want to follow us on social media, I am at Batchild. 27 andy is at pants guy i almost forgot my own twitter we are at dual <laughs> underscore screens you can join our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash d s podcasts and again if you want to join our vip discord you have to be a patreon member which you could join at patreon.com slash nds podcast thank you andy now christian where can everybody find everything there is uh, on the social media, where can they follow you? Where can they, where can they follow Death Trash? Give us everything. So the most important thing is uh, Death Trash is uh, deathtrash.com, the website where it, there's links to everywhere. Um, there's the Death Trash Discord where both Stefan and I are active in the Death Trash Twitter account, which you can follow at Death Trash. Uh, there's a Death Trash Facebook group, also great. Uh, me personally, I'm the Hrigu, as a T H E C H R I G G U, on Twitter and on the Discord. Not really. I don't. I don't care about. My, I, I'm not really too active, personally. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. It's no worries. Yeah. Well. That's it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Andy, we have hit 700 subscribers today. Oh, my God. It happened today. Look at us. Look at us. Which is two weeks ago from when you were listening to this listener. (laughs) I know. So two weeks ago. So if we're less than that, something horrible has happened between now and then. Perhaps Mm -hmm. the floor meat trash apocalypse has happened. We don't know. We don't know. Either way, this is going to get scheduled to post. So you're going to get it as long as there's internet somewhere. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, everyone. And as always, please be excellent to each other.